You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, everybody, it's time to talk about my favorite sports book and, of course, America's top rated sports book. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It's easy to navigate, there's plenty of instructions for new betters. And uh, nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to turn $1 into $100. Inside credits. That's right. Any basketball team that is still in contention, bet $1, and if that team wins, you're going to win $100. Inside credits. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more. All week long, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits. Bet on any basketball team of your choice to win in the next game, and if they do, you will claim $100 in free credits. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com. Slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Or in Indiana, call one eight hundred nine with it. Season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This uh, may well go down as the shortest episode of Red Wings Rant. Uh, this is 11, I'm recording 11 o'clock. It's uh, Father's Day. Everyone has gone to sleep. One of the main goals here tonight is to make sure I don't wake anybody up. But I couldn't let you guys go a Monday without hearing that beautiful DraftKings ad. So that's why this exists. But uh, also, if we go back to the last uh, couple of episodes, we've been taking a look at Jesper Wallstead. Um, and of course, uh, if you guys have been taking a peek at uh, our YouTube channel, hottest video we have going is based on a few different um, draft rankings. Who is going to be the best available once the Red Wings are drafting at number six. So I want to thank everybody first for coming in, checking that out, subscribing to the channel. If you guys haven't subscribed yet and you're listening to the podcast, but you want a few highlights of some of these guys that we've been talking about, uh, including uh, William Eklund, who was uh, last episode. of course. <laughs> um, but today uh, I want to continue that conversation because when, I'm, when I asked everybody who would they take uh, based off of a particular draft ranking? Um, we, I, I would say everybody was pretty quick to to point out that Eklund would be the easiest choice uh, for, for that particular draft ranking. And basically, 
what we saw was a guy who probably fell a little bit farther on a particular draft ranking than uh, and you'd probably see him anywhere else. So that's that's where uh, Eklund became like the sure thing pick uh, for that episode. And like I said, I want this episode to be short. Of course, a lot of the episodes recently have been short. So these are just little tidbits, I guess, little snippets uh, that you guys can munch on as you're getting to know uh, this year's uh, 2021 NHL draft prospects. Uh, but for today's episode, as we talked about Eklund, who probably fell a little bit further back, uh, that made it an easy decision. Uh, we have a, a gentleman I'd like to talk about today. It was another name that came up when uh, drafting a tweet to figure out what everybody would take. Um, and of course, again, that came up with William Eklund. The other name that popped up was a gentleman who has fallen pretty far back on a lot of different rankings, is very high on one particular ranking, and um, I guess the scuttlebutt when you go around Twitter is that a lot of people have gotten high on this gentleman as well, and uh, it's once you start to take a look at at what he's got to offer, uh, and that's from the perspective of the human being, the, the build that will be on the ice. He's six foot two, 207 pounds, uh, born in Zurich, but is Canadian. Uh, the little, I guess, piece of trivia there that I'll follow along as, as his career hopefully takes him to the NHL. Uh, he is a center. He is 18 right now. His birthday is January 30th. So got until next year to hang on to the 18 year old. All right. He is Mason McTavish. That's right. This is the other name that popped up. And if, um, if you guys are, are following along on YouTube, uh, I'm going to go ahead. Why don't, why, don't we get, uh, why don't we get some highlights going here so you guys can take a peek at those while we're watching along. Um, I, the thing about Mason for me and, and going through this as quick as I could, again, to get this uh, episode out to you guys, is this shot. Uh, I mean, the guy top to bottom is is a shot. He he is a goal scorer. This this is somebody that uh, when you see him on the power play, he sets himself up pretty nice for uh, for some one timers. He sets himself up actually in front of the net too. So he seems like somebody that you can pop anywhere on a power play, and that really is where you start, in my opinion, to define like that goal scorer, the guy that is poppable anywhere on that power play, and uh, from. I guess more or less from where his uh, what his scenario is at, at his age, where you're still trying to figure out where's the best place to put him and wherever you keep slotting him, he keeps scoring on the power play. Clearly the power play is something that uh, Red Wings would like to see, uh, I, I guess <laughs> play a little bit better uh, than to just have what felt like, one option most of the season and of course we even were breaking records for Red Wings sake in regards to how long we would go on power play droughts uh it's it's also a matter though with McTavish is the likelihood of this turning into an NHL career or if it will how long is that going to take so if we are end up getting a guy who's going to be a great shot a great power play opportunity great one point opportunity um I'm sorry, a one-timer opportunity. Is is this going to turn into something where we're playing the long game here on development? And I want to start the conversation with Dauber Prospects. Uh, we talk about elite prospects all the time, but Dauber Prospects has this cat listed as a 6 out of 10 on NHL certainty. For a number 6 pick, and again, this draft class is pretty 
it's weaker. It's weaker than it has been in previous years in regards to finding that top tier elite talent. But there are a lot of NHL caliber players. A six out of ten still feels kind of low to me. Uh, so I, I'd have to point that out. But if we continue the conversation uh, to being outside of, I guess, what Dauber Prospects thinks, you know, a six out of ten, does that mean he's absolutely not making it to the NHL? No, it's actually one of the higher scores that you'd see out there. It's just uh, it doesn't give you a lot of confidence. So that's where we're going to pivot the conversation to EliteProspects.com. And I, you'd have to look at his most recent play and that's that's going to this 13 games that he played as a loan uh to ehc olton 13 games nine goals two assists it ends up being 11 points um he also plays uh four games uh, in the playoffs uh for ehc olton gets two goals five assists so it's seven points in four playoff games again Two goals in four games on uh, the playoffs, nine goals in 13 games in the regular season. This is a kid who's trying to define himself as a difference maker, as a goal scorer. And this is all he's doing is scoring goals. <laughs> then, of course, the World Juniors 18s uh, for Canada. He's got five goals in seven games played. You go to the under 17s, two goals in six games played. Go to the AHL when he was uh, drafted, actually fifth overall in the OHL uh, to the Peterborough Peets. Um, 42 points in 57 games, but the sexy number again, the 29 goals in 57 games. Uh, This is a guy where we go back to like endorsements we were talking about in the last episode for somebody like Eklund. All the endorsements start with shooting and his accurate shot. So we are already talking about you set him up anywhere on the power play, it seems like. And this is what his coaches are saying, is that you can just put him out in front. Uh, he's got a wicked backhand. He's got the one-timer. But when the puck hits the wood, I guess the composite, it's going to hit the back of the net. <laughs> that is due to that and tremendous shot accuracy. And that's where, I mean, those are the top attributes that Elite Prospects has rated for this kid. But when you go back to somebody with all of this accuracy from uh, that shooting perspective, but you also take into consideration this kid's size, I think that's where he gets ranked so high in this draft class. Because, we're again, we, we've talked about the razor-thin margins, but those razor-thin margins have placed a guy <laughs> that we're talking about right now on Dauber Prospects rankings at number 29. This is a highly respected ranking tool, uh, or at least uh, a table that Dauber puts out every year. Number 29, I mean, good gravy, almost into the second round. But Elite Prospects has to be focusing on the size of this kid, and that's something that the NHL, I I mean, we we go either way on this, right? Like, I I was scared to take uh, Colefield, and now he can't stop scoring in the playoffs, and he's five foot seven. We're talking, of course, about the Montreal Canadiens forward. Couldn't even get into the first two games of the playoffs, and now he's just a dynamo. Um, but then, you know, on the other side, you you do want those larger guys on uh, playing in your top six because you want to make sure you're protecting maybe a Colefield once once that came into play. Um, and and it is harder to find, and this is this this is just the cold hard fact of being a human and what the average height of a human being is. It's harder to find a six foot two human than it is to find a human that's closer to the average height of all males. So I, I sound ridiculous saying that, but that's when you see a kid like this who's got the talent to shoot. 
the way that he does, the way that his coaches just say, get this guy because his accurate shot is amazing. Or his shot is so good. It's so accurate. You don't want to miss out on this. But he's also pretty big. Where How many guys have we talked about, about drafting? And we keep saying, well, he's small now, but he'll probably bulk up. And this kid's 207 pounds and six foot two. So there ain't a lot that needs to get put on those shoulders. And ain't a lot that needs to get put on them bones. Uh, so y- you look at him, you, you know, slap him on the butt. Bam, get out there, kid. He's ready to go. Um, I'm making this sound more awkward than it needed to be. But I, I guess I'm, I wanted to take a look. And knowing that this guy is all about the shot, um, he does come along with uh, some track record of being a good first step. But um, his, his strides are a little short, so he's not a speedster. But when it comes to those quick battles, uh, he can get there first. So it's going to be about teaching him what to do when he wins those battles. And I think that's something that the Red Wings and the way that their strategy of coaching right now and focusing on two-way, um, I, I, I guess making everybody into a two-way forward, that could really benefit him. If he's going to get there first, then this coaching staff is focusing on what to do on that next step and making sure that's the right next step, um, that might be the perfect cat to go with. Because you don't want to get anybody that's already losing that battle because of their speed. You cross off that, I guess, that obstacle. Uh, you get to the puck, and now it's Jeff Blaschel's job to say, this is what I've been teaching the last couple of years to this hockey team. Now you're going to learn what happens once you win that battle. You know, get the puck out of the zone, make that first good decision, that first good pass, and um, could be running. Uh, again, there's rankings for this guy go all over the place, but you are drafting here. If you go after Mason, you're drafting a big kid, you're drafting a kid with a shot, and a shot that right now, going from league to league as he keeps going up, seems to be pretty accurate and hasn't really taken a huge drop in regards to production. And especially when you look at those tournament plays and you're playing against the best of the best, it's still there, especially as the goaltending continues to take a step up. So Mason, I think this is might be something you'll look at if this is the Washington Capitals pick uh, and we're going for our second pick in the first round. It might be a no-brainer, but um, at that number six, with how volatile <laughs> this ranking system has been. And, you know, you really are looking at a cat where one of the first things you read about him is sure he gets that first good step, but he's definitely not a speedster. I, that always irks me. That always scares me. But again, drafting size, getting a good shot. How do you say no to that? I think there's a lot of good out there, though. It, it really is going to be crazy. And we go back to that Anzar Khan, Steve Eiserman conversation. Um, and again, to all of these different draft rankings and how like one guy flies in at number five for elite prospects, and then he's number 29 for Dover. I would say those are probably my two favorite ones to take a peek at. And considering they're so different, could be, depending on what game they went and saw, who's ranking these cats, uh, could be all the difference. But uh, Therein lies the issue of uh, how difficult this really is. So when you guys hit me up in the comments, let me know what you're thinking about Mason. Um, not a lot of highlights either. That, that might be telling as well. But uh, do you want to go for that big cat? Or are you going for uh, UI and somebody else? Do you want us to grab one of these defensemen? Is there somebody from U of M that you've fallen in love with? You just can't let go. Or are you a well step boy? Let me know in the comments. Thanks for checking us out. Of course, at BOD Hockey on Twitter. 
at brothers underscore of uh, underscore discussion on Instagram. And um, if you guys could please do us a favor, head on over to Apple Podcasts. That is the best place uh, to help us out in regards to this podcast. Give us a subscription, rate us, review us, let us know what you think. Um, and like I said, uh, as soon as I can in, in these past episodes, I mean, as soon as we can, we'll be hitting uh, back into the uh, full-length episodes. But for now, we're all taking a break. Um, and we'll, we'll be back as soon as, as soon as we can. Certainly before the draft. But thanks for tuning in, everybody.